Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Man on Football Show on the LFC Day Trippers, or football in the world, as most of you know it as, and it may end up being changed too. But, uh, I'm Gav, with me I have Shani and I have Phil, and tonight we're going to talk about the Premier League, the greatest bits of the Premier League. Um, we're going to look at goals, saves, uh, chances that are missed, uh, jerseys, mad moments, crazy stuff, whatever you can think of. But when we're talking about certain issues if or certain things, if you can try our bits in there because if you if we're talking about goals and you're talking about mad moments we'll miss them so um try that shawnee i gave you some hard stuff to, to think of didn't i yeah the kit is is all right because that's fairly subjective but saves like was it was a tough one yeah and misses as well so i just kind of i just referenced the first ones that came to me head which probably meant they were the most significant but goals there's plenty that i remember and I picked my favourite and kits and moments where we'll get into. But yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a bit weird. It, it was hard. I just I put them all together just so people will come up with mad stuff because they remember way more than we can because we we'll invariably end up talking about Brian Robson and Terry Venables because that's how it works. <laughs> but Phil, um, you've got another medal. And you look like you're Ruin. dressed in Film. it. You look like, honestly, when I seen you on screen first, I thought he's in a hospital gown and that was an intravenous strip hanging above you <laughs> but it's not it's just a t-shirt and you have a medal what'd you get a medal for not a not a medal this is this uh, for running up a mountain and cycling around the mountain and kayaking around the lakes so I'm flying. many many kilometers this time uh, it's 45 this time and uh, 35 I, the, the, the target 
Yeah, the target this time around was three hours and 40 minutes, and I did it in three hours and nine minutes. So um landed a bit quicker than I thought, and I finished, well, 74th overall and 24th in the over 40s category. So I'm happy out, happy out. So next year we go up another 20 kilometers and see how we get on from there. And I asked you earlier, when are you going to grow out of this? And you said, when I die on a mountain. Yeah, um, it's true. It's true. It's true. Okay. I found uh, one with a cross uh, at the weekend, and we were, so and we were trying to work out who was the fella that was in the Arctic. Um, and he had all. Yeah, if anyone knows missing. that one, what was his name, Shawnee? The Explorer. He's he's still alive. Like he's the English fella. He's all he was on the late late fingers. He was on Top Gear and everything. But I'm sure people tell us what it is. Yeah, Maybe an adventure. If somebody can remember who who an adventure is. Oh, now the thing they're talking about. He lost his fingers, his his toes, the frostbite. Didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Couple of his yeah, 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 and he's just like going. He's just he's really cool about it. Like he's just like, yeah, I lost yeah. that one and that Should've one. Just stayed at home, had a sniffer, just stop being a busy cunt. Should have just got a couple of people gets out of the yeah, same right, yeah. at home. Yeah, have a cup of tea there in the next day, John. Nobody gives a bollocks about you going up onto these mountains. <laughs> 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 Look at man, David Goggins. You ever see him? Yeah, just relax and have a Mars bar, there, will you, mate? Relax for a minute, sit down. Fuck them, hell. Ronald Foyne, stay him, dude. Ronald Foyne, you busy cunt. <laughs> Jeremy yeah. Beadle. You're fucking over, man, will you? Oh, my God. Like, do you know what I feel? Fair play to you. Fucking, it, it's as much as a mental exercise as it is a physical exercise, that was those marathons and all yeah. but you know there's fucking two types of people in the world there's people who admit they don't like running and then there's the cunts who admit who lie about liking running that nobody enjoys running you feel good after it you feel shy during it you feel shy before it only after there's nothing enjoyable about running at all honestly I'd rather watch me dad get out of bat these are all fucking liars <laughs> Jeremy <laughs> That's really sorry. Jeremy Beadle. I've tried to hold it together here, but I couldn't. Um, but anyway, the Premier League. Well done, Phil, right? And listen, the next Cheers, time you do it, remember when you're, on, when you're running up that hill, all you hear is Shawnee's voice in your head going, just sit down and have a mad pair, will you there? No one gives a bollocks. Um, <laughs> once, once I know how Rita R and Mordor and a Kate Bush song will be brand, I get up and down the hill yeah. and I'll fucking tell. Mind you, if they, were, if they were behind you in a van with that playing through a speaker, you'd finish no, fucking top three. You'd be flying to get away. Um, but anyway, Premier League, greatest bits of the Premier League over the last 30 years. Um, uh, <laughs> Mohammed says this sick guy wants to watch his dad get out of the bat. Um, that that <laughs> that um that comments come up a few times on these shows over the last while, and it's great when you want to basically tell someone you definitely don't want to do something. Um, <laughs> but I'm gonna start with jerseys, right? Because when I threw it at you earlier, I said these good jerseys, and you might go with one of the nicest ones you've seen, one of the horrendous ones you've seen. You know the famous one where United played. I said Hampton and claimed mm-hmm. couldn't see each other um, and changed the half time and stuff. But really nice jerseys, horrible jerseys, wherever it might be. If you're in the chat, you can throw them at us as well. I mean, we list a few and we might remember a few as we go. But Phil, nice, wacky, yep. horrible jerseys. So this is from the start. Of, so this is from 1992 onwards. Yeah? Correct. Right. I think it's going to be very hard to beat. If we're going to go to the nicest jersey, it's going to be very, very hard to beat. And, and it wins all the competitions. But that Newcastle jersey that has the Newcastle brown ale, that was an Adidas one that had the buttons up it and it was black and white. And yeah. it was, 
it, it takes uh, probably 97, 98, somewhere around that time. That was I, like Jersey I perfection. Say, they just yeah, I nailed it. Five-ish in around that. I think it's about ninety-five. It has the in around that it has the skyline of Newcastle into the logo. Yeah, stuff. it was literally that was that was football perfection at that stage in terms of. They had a nice away one as well. It was like a, a, a navy and gold <clears throat> wine. Oh, navy and wine went to go. But the black yeah. and white was just. It's a bit like because when I think of Liverpool jerseys, I think the recent ones have actually all been really, really good. But the you know the one that always stick in your mind is when we won the league. Because it, it takes you back to '84 and the pinstripe going through, and that again, that to me is in my head is, is a perfect Liverpool jersey. Because you look at it and you immediately think successful Liverpool teams. You don't think shit Liverpool teams. Do you know what I mean? Like that's that's what that that's what that always brings me to. But in terms of favorite jerseys, like there's, I'm a bit of a sucker. Uh, my favorite Premiership jersey ha- is is probably like I, I I I like really shit ones. And do you remember there was a Chelsea one? That was grey and had like orange and blue yeah. stripes at the very yeah. top of it, right? Horse written on it. That was, yeah, it was just bizarre looking, and it was just it sort of took me around around that time. And then uh, there's been like some really bad kits. When you think, of, remember Nottingham Forest had that yellow thing with sort of like a splurge on the shoulder, like a navy splurge on the the shoulder. It was like yellow. It had a big huge collar on it. It was umbro and had labats on the front of it, right? Um. Then there was that sports jersey from last year, which was Harchester United with puke on the shoulder. Like that was that's that's immense. And then of course there's the legendary warrior kit that we had, which was purple and white. You think of Suarez, Suarez but that does make you think had Suarez. Odd socks. Yeah, yeah. Had odd, odd socks. socks. Yeah. Had tribal tattoos that the invented warrior yeah. did for absolutely no reason. We come right? not to play. They said... Remember that was the debate of we come not to play. <laughs> he said it was inspired. By probably one of our best ever jerseys, which was around the same time as the Newcastle, which was the green and white four squares. Do you remember those ones from the? Yeah, well, that's the, the nicest of a pull away jersey of all time. That's ninety five, yeah, right. ninety six. And Warrior were inspired by that one, so that to me was an instant classic. Well, in terms Liverpool, of like, Liverpool's Liverpool's ninety five, ninety three. What was the 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 Liverpool like looking back on the old ones? The I actually seen a couple of people wearing the last night. There was a lovely the one Collymore scored the goal. Yeah, that was gorgeous with that collar. Yeah, really the rugby collar. joint collar. The rugby collar. Yeah, 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 I thought that was lovely with yeah. the big cuffs on the sleeves as but well. But that was um, that was that was deadly um, material as well. Was, that was Reebok, wasn't? Yeah. Oh, was that Adidas? Uh, no, Adidas. That was uh, Adidas. That was, it was the same. It was the same season as um, I think it was the same season as the green and white square one. The green and white square one had the buttons, three straight buttons up like yeah. the Newcastle stuff. Um, but that one there, Shani. What? The I. The, I, I go like I was thinking today when I was thinking, but just going back to what Phil there said about the the jersey Liverpool won the league in. I think the the goalkeeper kit we had that year, the black and gold one, yeah, is the greatest Premier League kit of all time. It goalkeeper hands down anyway because like I don't know what it is about, and Phil will probably be tested this because Phil fucking it loves goalkeepers, a goalkeeper all in black. And when they when it's Alison Becker as well, it's just times ten in it. And I thought it was mm. fucking unbelievable. And you can tie so many memories to that kit as well. The celebration against United and obviously winning the league in that one. And there's just something about it's like watching a player in in all white. The goalkeeper in all black has the same kind of effect to me. It just it made him look much bigger. He was an absolute monster that year. Um he's been a monster ever since, to be honest. But that that goalkeeper kit, that black and gold 
it, it sounds like recency bias, but it's definitely the nicest goalkeeper kit in the Premier League. Well, I that's, I that, the goalkeeper kits are kind of making a comeback because in the early 90s, um, when Adidas again were making them, do you remember used to, they used to make them, they made mad ones for Liverpool and, and Newcastle at the time, and it was like fucking all sorts of shapes all over them, and David James, I always have visions of David James in them, and, um, and that whole thing about people wanting goalkeeper jerseys has kind of come back over the last three or four years, and you were mental in the early 90s, like the goalkeeper stuff was, was mad, like, do you know what I mean, but um, some of them like the Liverpool away one, 08-09, just for Torres destroying Vidic, um, but I really like the square, the square one, I like, I actually like the candy, the red candy with the three stripes on the on the, on the three of these stripes on the shoulder. Gak. I like it. I, lo- See, I love the green one. You, you, you tie jerseys to memories. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what it is. But for me, then we're gonna go on because this isn't like, the reason why I, I went a bit different. The Liverpool one, I picked the Liverpool one. But for me, the nicest kit in the Premier League ever, and it was just because of what I associated with growing up. Was I get? I said it to you, Gav. The old two, the old for, for Arsenal one. With the old sponsorship in the middle, the white shorts, the white socks, Thierry Henry in it. He he, he was like a fucking fighter, Jay, going around in that jersey with the silver mercurial boots. And that silhouette of jersey also was the same as the one that Brazil won the 2002 World Cup in. So people think that Nike and Adidas now have just been templating kits for the last... they've, They've been doing this for... As long as time. Donkey's years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they just do it. I just, I'd imagine it's something got to do with production and mass production and cost and stuff like that. But that Arsenal kit, I don't know whether they, they win, they weren't, they didn't go invincible in that one, did they? It was a one after that. I think no, the, the, invincible, the invincible kit wasn't that Maroon. It was like, no, that was, was the one year after. No, that was the year after when they were leaving Highbury. Yeah. They changed to yeah, a Maroon, I, yeah. I, that for some bizarre reason and look there's been some great Arsenal kits I can think of the JVC one that stands out in, in, in memory you know the, the they used to have a gorgeous one do you remember and... no but do you remember one in the 90s they had a gorgeous one Arsenal now you get onto it and it was like um, it was like a navy with kind of a lighter blue on it you know those kind of fucking like lightning going down it I, I, I have visions of uh, Ian Roy playing it um, I'll try to get a copy of it now in a minute but it was, it was it was it was it was navy JVC and I had kind of fork lightning go like you know the lightning going down it. Uh, it was it was beautiful. Ar- Arsenal's jersey ninety early nineties, lovely. <laughs> wow. I'm just thinking the um, what was the one Titi Hammer scored loads of goals for us in against Arsenal. Ooh. That was a Reebok kit. Was that was that wasn't wasn't the green one because that was the Paddy Berger? Yeah, no, it was the same one. I think. Bangers. Is that the same one? Is it? Yeah, the Reebok with the with the Reebok in the middle, green and kind of navy on it. I'm nearly sure. And it's were, the Arsenal same wearing, one. were Arsenal wearing out? Were Arsenal wearing O2 at that stage? Really, or were they still in Sega? Uh, they probably would have been in that Sega time at that time. Yeah, late. Yeah, night. I just have this this sort of they gone with a real weird sleeve where it was like a V coming into the sleeve and it would stop being the, the, the sort of sleeve up to the neck on the Ajax story at this V sort of shape going into the into the white sleeves and never made me so happy to see TT camera score banging a load of goals and in, in Arsenal whatever ground they're playing in that stage that was fantastic. So Hampton used can to I, can I give some So Hampton used, so to, have they, used to have yellow used with to like invent a fucking kits. blue fucking like point going down into their chest and 
yeah. Draper's Tools or Sanderson or something like that. They used to have a rend of stuff. Uh, Southampton used to come out with. Yeah, because you're talking about like Dreamcast on one jersey and Sega on the air. Remember yeah, that? Dreamcast, yeah, Manus, yeah, that's that's a good show. But if we're talking about iconic kits, right? Um, surely Blackburn Rovers must be up there. McEwen's Lager, 94, 94. Yeah, yeah, 94 to 96. Because yeah. remember, they used to wear kits for two years back then, right? And like, whenever you think of the Premier League, early Premier League, it's do- Blackburn Rovers are dominating at that stage, and it's it's that's that's what sits there. That's always sits in my mind. And I hate saying it, but that United kit, that they, with the laces, you know the laces that the, oh, the, they had at the top? that's one of the first Premier League. Yellow and red. The yellow and... Oh no, they had her in red and they had her in a green and yellow. Um, that's yeah, like, I'm I think thinking, it might be I'm the thinking... fourth season of the Premier League. You couldn't have liked yeah, that feel. Like... No, I'm talking about the red and white one with the with the laces in the neck. They had red and I keep thinking of Brian McClare. No, no, it's you're yeah, saying it was he, just, I'm trying was, to balance up. It was like what the what he done was I think they released them both at the same time to mark some maybe fucking 120 years old or something or whatever it was. But and they it released was like, the green and green it was red with but then they released the green and gold one. Yeah, it was the same season. Did they released the green and gold. Yeah, yeah, to, to get the Glazers out. No, no, no. This was miles before the Glazers. Um, they probably re-released it. But it was it was red and then there was a green and yellow. Green and yellow halves. And it was that fucking laced laced up to the to a, like a V collar. It was fucking disgusting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Antio says Chelsea twelve thirteen had a belt of a honky, as much as it pains me to say. That's Dan the blue Austin one with the, the silver stripe. stuff. They, he just loved the they, 80s. The the last was it the last? No, it wasn't. We won it. The that new balance key. What year did we sign Van Dyke? Seventeen. The seventeen eighteen Liverpool jersey was. But quality. that had a when similar collar, didn't it? Did yeah, when you, you went back, the, they went back to the dark red and the with the white collar. Yeah, that should be the template of every every Liverpool kit. I, I was over there yesterday, and I have to say. The three kits this year are fucking rubbish. Yeah, a lot of people mm. like that new one, the new tour one. But nah, they're brutal. They're all brutal. That that it's that shite, that gack. There's nothing. There's none. There's no imagination in them at all. So, but just, the funny thing is, so, they're better off staying away from imagination. They should just come out and go. Listen, we're playing in red. Yeah. Playing red. We're playing in fucking yellow. They should they should, like, they should, like do, the do. should do what Dortmund do. Dortmund design do like a fan a yoke where the fans design the kits and then pick the kit. Yeah, well, the, the, yeah, but then again, Nike are probably paying some spa millions to fucking come up with this. So, um, yeah, well, any more jerseys before say, we move on? Yeah, two two shouts, right? Yeah. So, and I, I, I hate doing it as a, as a Liverpool one, but you remember, like, I'm gonna say it because it, it's it's my own personal favorite. But I don't think you're ever gonna beat the orange kit. It was just random, but it was perfect. It was like, <coughs> oh, the orange Liverpool like, one. The orange Liverpool kit. I just keep it thinking of Genie and Aldum. We had Ruben Van, Van Nistelrooy. Ruben Van Nistelrooy wasn't playing for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had Ruben Van Nistelrooy and we had Virgil Van Dyke. They're all the van lads um, playing. But my God, I just, every time I think of it, I just think of that orange kit. Like, I only have good memories of that orange kit. I don't have a single 17, bad memory 18, of that orange kit, right? Oh, it was spectacular. I want to yeah. give a big shout out to the orange kit. Well done to the orange kit. Bring it back. And what's your second one? And then my second one. Two random shouts, actually. Two random shouts coming in because they're joint. Because I don't know whether they're great or, or shite. So you have the Norwich board shit kit. Do you remember the Norwich kit that was yellow but was like covered in green and white board shit? Yeah, that was that fourth one in the Premier League. 
Yeah, well, it seems like everyone in the Premier League because they, they've been looked the same ever since, right? But like that just sticks out. I think Chris we scored Sutton, the last goal at the top. Yeah, um, Fleck, Robert yeah. Fleck. Yeah, Jeremy right? Goss. And then, and then to go alongside it is, do you remember Wolves, Wolves, was it last year or the year before last, they had where they basically didn't know what kit they wanted, so they stuck two kits together. So the body of the jersey was this blue and white thing. Oh, <laughs> and then yeah. the top of the jersey was the white sleeves with a collar. With yeah, navy that's collar right. And, and when stripes. they came out, people were like, yeah. what the fuck is going on here? But it was like yeah, that. It was like, like, listen, we've a load of material over here, and we've a load of material yeah. over here. Surely we can do something with it. And he just went, that's yeah. the jersey. But the funny thing is, like, you know together. the shite that's thrown out and people go, oh, yeah, it's lovely, and Anya, like, it's not lovely. It's fucking horrendous. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, but listen, um, any more, yeah, Johnny, yeah, before we go? Shouts. Good shouts. Any more before we go, Johnny? No, that, that was two with a standout on me. Okay. That was two with a standout. Right. Um, miss chances, or bad misses, or whatever you want to be. Um, Ronnie Rosenthal is up there. For Liverpool away at Villa Park, without a shadow of a doubt. I want to throw in Steve Stone, but I think it's in the FA Cup for Portsmouth away at Reading before Reading moved into the Medeski Stadium. And he's clean through, hits the bar. Don't know how the fuck he does it. But bad misses in the Premier League. Um, Shawnee, have you thought of any? Yeah, like I said, the misses won like a few pop out, but there was just one I remember because I kind of. It was bittersweet because it was against United and it was Fernando Torres. Oh, but he was yeah. playing for he, he takes like the most... You, you, we, knew, we know the way Torres was when he went to United. He was just completely Jealous. shot of confidence. Yeah, he, he was shy. When, look, he was shy about the six months before he left Liverpool, but he was completely just drained of confidence, you could see. And he takes the best, worst, worst touch ever. He gets played through and he takes an accidental bad force touch and he ends up rounding the keeper and then falls over himself trying to play it into an empty net and hits the side net. And you just see him laughing because he was just like, it's just not fucking happening for me here. So that's one that stood out to me as, as, a, as a bad miss. And I was kind of, I took a little bit of glean, but at the same time, I was thinking, you couldn't even score that, you shy back. Um. Brian Murphy says, Joe Allen away at Everton causes a league title. I can't actually remember that. Oh, for fuck's sake. He, he went clear through. Do you remember he went clear through just the goalkeeper yeah. to be and it went fractions wide. I'm struggling to picture it in my mind. I don't know. A ball bounces back and he puts a wide. Remember, and I thought, actually thought Louis Suarez was going to strangle him to death. <laughs> um, <clears throat> somebody said, Canu uh, had one. Uh, Yus says, Canu had one from a yarder. That's right. The ball was flashed across the canoe and he managed yeah. to scoop it over the bar from a yard. Um, Phil? Well, Laszlo Panaflex robbed my joke because when you said oh, it was a bad misses, I was going to say Rebecca Verdi. Uh, but oh, I won't nice. try it. <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> it's a nice pun. Um, yeah, look, mine stands out. And when I say it, I think everyone remember it. Um, people may, may or not agree. But for me, Victor Moses against Crystal Palace. Oh, yeah. He's two yards out of goal. Every time I watch the replay, I still like everything else that goes on. He scores that there was only like a minute left. We win four three, and it goes right the way down to the last day of the season. If you're losing goal differences, hang your hand. You say look, you've done absolutely everything, but at least we never get to answer the question of City having that pressure where, you know, where they weren't in front, where they had to win. They didn't. They only had to go out and draw on the last day to, to win the league, which was really frustrating. The ball drops to Victor Moses. 
the goal was empty. There was nobody in front of him. Like every time when they show that picture and he's just standing there with the goal empty and all he has to do is roll it in and he doesn't. And I still look at it over and over again and it still hurts me and it really, really hurts me because Mo's had a, actually had a decent season for us that year to take away from. But that to me is just a horrific miss. There's loads, there's, there's, apps, there's loads of misses, but a miss for me, there's a personal level on the miss part, right? And um, that one really gets to me. That one, because like even when you go back to Rafa's two thousand eight, two thousand nine season, it what like misses don't really do. It. Like we we drew games in December that kill us ultimately at the end of the season, right? But you know you were scoring goals in the ninety eighth and the ninety ninth minute and the hundred and twenty seventh minute of games that that went on, right? That that went on and on and on. Um, so it wasn't so much that we dropped points; it was more a case that they kept winning points when they shouldn't have won the points. I, I, I always think of the McKay, your man McKay, to score two goals ever in his whole career, and both of them against Villa the day we should have gone top and we didn't. And then, yeah, it's just but that that Victor Moses of all the ones that stand out, even the years we fi- finished second to City since then, and, and you think about how close it was last year and and the year before that when we ran them right away to the, to the last day of the season. Nothing jumps out to me as those last two games, the Chelsea game and then the follow-up is the Palace game. And that Victor Moses miss just sort of caps that season and that run of 180 minutes in a nutshell. Um, Well, Sterling, um, someone says there has to be up there just for volume alone because he has missed some sitters, Sterling, in fairness to him. Um, You know what I mean? Like the the Victor Moses one, like, yeah, did Joe Allen, listen, I remember not winning the game, but... Um, I just can't in my mind. I just can't. I just can't get it in. Um, Robbie Keane had a bad one when he was at West Ham against Blackburn. Um, people are prone to drink. Robbie Keane was with West Ham. Yeah. When did that happen? Robbie Keane played for West Ham at one stage. Yeah. Mm. Went on loan or fucking signed a short-term deal with them. Um, Origi at home against Burnley in the COVID season, threw one on one and hit the bar. It wasn't a bad like. Ah, that's listen, it wasn't an open goal. It wasn't open. Goal. Yeah, it wasn't an open goal. Um. But do you know what? I don't think you see them as much now as you used to. Because there's a there's a Twitter account going around um it's 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 a play on Brian Gunn's name, um, who used to be a goalkeeper at Norwich. And it's like I don't know how this fella's finding them, but he's like today he was like literally back in the net and it's just fellas running into the net, you know, trying to stop goals and he puts up all these compilations of our own goals and stuff, but some of the misses, Jesus Christ, I've seen on that on that Twitter account is unbelievable. Ronnie Rosenthal's misses the worst I've ever seen. Like the whole Villa Park stops the way from the roller in, and he manages to hit the bar. It's just fucking incredible. Um, Ronaldo missed an open goal in two yards once. Can't remember who it was against. It, Jonathan uh, Laszlo says Robbie Keane played for everyone. Yeah, um, and Yus says Robbie Keane played for 137 teams. All were his boyhood club um, <laughs> let me see let me see 2011 at West Ham on loan for Robbie Keane um, I just don't think that they're around as much as they used to be the bad bad misses you know players just score fucking goals now do you know what I mean um, and I'm, I'm there is a few though <coughs> go on then I had one in my head and I just can't think of it now I literally had like, it then and it was gone. Torres, Torres, when he goes to Chelsea, has has a series of going back to Shawnee's bit. It wasn't just the Man United one, but like he, I remember watching Torres and he could almost guarantee to miss an almost sure for a sitter a load of times. Um, I think the ones where they make contact with the ball and completely miss the target is, is gas. One of the funniest remains what should be in our best goals ever, but it wasn't. 
Do you remember? Ah, uh, Suarez. No, I, I'm gonna. That's what I had. Suarez's <laughs> goal against well, well, not his goal, but the volley against Arsenal. You that still call it a goal. Been, it wasn't a goal. It, yeah, it, I volley. consider it a goal. It would have been the best goal you've ever seen. But you, I know what you're going to say now. Go on. <laughs> but Colo's miss. Yeah, when it comes down, <laughs> yeah, it's sensational. Yeah. And I can enjoy this one because it doesn't cause the result, but it literally is an open goal again. When you look back at it, <laughs> right, his body angle looks like he actually grabs his own leg and like with his hands and swings his leg at it to try to put it in the net. He doesn't kick it. It, the body angle looks like he's just grabbed the top of his own leg and went, oh, fucking get in the goal and puts it wide. Um, but loads of people forget about it because they're just all going, imagine that went in. Because Suarez just peels yeah. away from 30 yards and go, McCarran just goes here, just stick it there and absolutely bash this in. Suarez, like, his body looks like Roy the Rovers on the, on the bar. Yeah. Like, the way Roy the Rovers hit, volleys the ball, like, everything is just straight. It's ridiculous. He was fucking magnificent that season. That it's the best goal that was. It's like the number the one where Pele lets a run through his legs and dummies to keep and then misses yeah. the yeah that never went in sort of thing. But uh, yeah, I remember that one. Owen Bork is going through some sort of depression because he said I was at I was at the last game we lost in the OA season away at Borre. <laughs> Lost 2 0. Elzar started up front and Skirtle was right back. Some fucking disaster that was. Um, let me see. Let me I've see. seen one absolute belter of a miss, right? That people just. And I was. Because uh, I remember Steve getting really, 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 really angry about this one. But we're in the cup watching Liverpool against Stoke. And uh, Joe Cole comes in. <laughs> and he managed to take a shot and clear the cup from eight yards out, right? Now, this is a ball came across in the, just outside the six-yard box. He took a touch and managed to get so far up and under it, it cleared the cup. Um, people won't remember it, but I, I was there just because, you know, when you're there and you see something that bad from a fella that was something was expected it's born, it's out of. It's born into your memory forever. It's born, I just remember Steve was <laughs> not being impressed and more than something. Yeah, when Steve gets abuse. upset, he gets really upset, doesn't he? We played the Steve oh. in the chat. Absolute brain scientist. You weren't born when Pele did that. And no shit, Sherlock. It was in fucking black and white. It was in, it was in the 1970 World Cup. Yeah, um, right. Good uh, show, Chief. Well done. Uh, only Trev was born. Trev was, Trev was doing his leaving certs that year. Um, <laughs> but... Look, we get off misses. We've done jerseys, right? Right. Saves. The best saves you've seen in the Premier League. Now, Phil, you asked me earlier, could you have the FA Cup? I yeah, because yes. I'm, I'm not, I'm not having any other save. Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll stand over it. Yeah, it's the greatest save I've seen in England in 40 years. And and every when I go back and watch it, right, you see all these fantastic and I'm, there's so many fantastic saves that I'm happy to talk about, right? But every time I go back to that one save by Seaman, it's to this day it's absolutely outrageous. And the other bit that that people forget about is that I think he was forty the day after the match, so he wasn't. It wasn't like that. This is this is a fella it's, in the it's an FA Cup semi final old travel against Sheffield United. It's Paul Pesky Salido who should score. Yeah, um, and I want. It's a double change. It's it's, it's, it's a double change direction. The ball comes over. It's near Warnock. So <clears> is, <throat> it, is it FA Cup around two thousand and two thousand three? Yeah, somewhere around two thousand three. Because I think he ends up going to Man City soon afterwards, doesn't he? 
Yep. Seeming, yeah. But it is a there's great no save. It's outrageous. And there's there's so many elements of the save that makes it outrageous, right? So there's a ch- double change of movement of the ball. So the ball comes across, and it hits one Sheffield United player, and then it, got, then it pops up, and Pesky Solido gets his head in it. But Siemens already moved his body to a different position, expecting the ball to go a certain way, and then deflects back the other way. And it's pure reaction. And that's good enough in terms of getting your reaction saved, but he it's behind him, so he gets back behind it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And then the strength of his hand alone, because when you ever, when you watch it back, it's only it's, it's pure, it, pure fingertips, but pure fingertips that he gets up high and away from the goal and away from Pescasolo, because Pescasolo is still standing there. If he gets a really weak hand and it, it's going to drop in front of him and he's just going to have an empty ball. It's outrageous. It's it's absolutely outrageous. There's, there's so many, uh, people are going to mention finger touch saves, headers onto bars and stuff like that. I can think of Czech making an absolute wonder save from Robin Van Persie against uh, United in, in one of the games that he played against. I can think, like, you can go through a list of Schmeichel saves. Schmeichel invented types of sh- saves in the Premier League, which were outrageous. But this one, has probably every asset of goalkeeping that you train and coach and train and coach, and then it's still spectacular looking. It's, Jonathan, it's everything. When people, Jonathan reckons it's well, overrated in his opinion. Pesquisito puts it back into Siemens' direction. Um, if your direction is going backwards and away from you, then yeah, he definitely puts it back into Seaman's direction. Like he basically puts the ball bounces up, he heads it in front of himself, and Seaman manages to do it. I'm, I'm, I'm not having it. And go back and watch it because there's all the, these t- fingertip ones that you see over the bar where fellas get to set themselves as the shot gets hit and are able to track the ball that's coming in. It, they, they're fantastic looking. I can think of David James was the master of of these little tippies over the bar and tips onto the crossbar and incredible looking saves. But this has so much technique in it. It's just, it's phenomenal. It's absolutely you- phenomenal. And I, and I will say, I know we're going to get into a few more, but the, somebody mentioned um, Alison's save against Birmingham. I mean, not Birmingham, against Burnley, right? It's it's probably, it's a double save and then a catch and then it's, then it result, he gets a, uh, an assist from the goal off the back end of it. And the the fourth save is impressive because he pulls out and out of the top corner. Then he follows up with the rebound, which he, which he then punches. Remember, he punches out over the player. It drops. He then comes and claims the cross and he spins a throw out to Salah who, who goes down the other end of the pitch and scores a goal. It's, it's phenomenal, that is, in terms of a series of saves. Honestly, I could wax lyrical. I can think of Edwin van der Sar's tre- uh, treble save against Chelsea. De Gea, I hate him. Remember his... He's made his, some his, serious his, saves. Didn't he make one against the save Coutinho? He made his, yeah, a full stretch yeah. with his left foot. No, there was one against... De Gea is my one. De Gea is my one. I don't know whether you remember it. Uh, it's at Stamford Bridge. Mata has a free kick and Mata hits the free kick with like, the most perfect technique you can remember. And it's... It's right going, going right in the top corner, and the hair pulls it straight. It's it's in the last minute as well, so it was like a clutch, real clutch, clutch save, and that's when it was United and Chelsea both going for the league at the time. It's one of the best saves I've ever, and it was the first thing that came to memory because I remember watching the game live. I was walking in the Aviva Stadium at the time, and I was walking home and the chop house on the corner there. Anyone who's familiar yeah. with the area, yeah, yeah. You had the game on in there, and. 
Mata just Mata's a lovely like technique the way he hits the ball and he whips it, but he whips it with pace and it's going away from the goalkeeper the whole time. It's it's right in the top corner. You, you should YouTube it and he just it's it's outrageous and I don't like the hate is one of the greatest Premier League goalkeepers of shot stoppers anyway of all time. Uh, we're kind of it gets kind of skewed now because of the last couple of seasons he's had, but. He was fucking ridiculous for United at one stage, and that Shot was stopping, yeah, yeah, yeah. That and mm. I was right at the height of his power. That it was absolutely unbelievable. It was the force that came to my mind. He, he stops one from I'm, ne- I, I'm nearly sure it's Coutinho at Anfield at the cop end. Yeah, nil all, and, and nil all draw. Yeah, and Coutinho hits one, and you're like that. There's no way that's not going in. in. And he, he gets across. I think he actually gets across with his wrong hand and gets it gets it out. But it was um, right, it's right in the. As Coutinho's looking, it's in the top right-hand corner. I don't know how he gets his hand to it. Um, Shea Given makes one for Newcastle away at, I want to say, Sunderland. Where this thing is like a fucking... No, I think it's Sunderland. Where it's it's one of those northeast. I'm nearly sure it was a northeast derby. Someone hits... I, I, might, I think it might be Kevin Phillips actually hits this. And this thing is like... This thing is arrowing at the top. It's actually... Right in the fucking top corner. He's absolutely melted this thing when he said it. And Given gets across and he's like, I don't know how far off the fucking ground he is. And the hand comes out and he gets that touch. And I'm not talking about just tippy over the bar. This was just like a fucking ridiculous save. I'm sure if you if you YouTube Shea Given save, I'm nearly sure it's Sunderland. Um, unbelievable. What do you make of the one check makes against Andy Carroll in this cup semi-final for Liverpool-Chelsea? He doesn't. The ball goes over the line. Yeah. Ah, no. No, it doesn't. I fucking did. The ball was a mile over the line. It, it, would, it would have been given un, under a modern technology where you can track the ball. It was a mile over the line. So no, I don't think, I think, I think, I think. I think they came back and said that wasn't over the line. Have it's a mile over. You can see the ball over the back of the net. Well, if no. you're going to go that way, are you seeing what the about, same one as what me? About, yeah, hang on, the Gav. Final. The header, yeah. What, yeah. What about Roy Carroll's save? No, I don't think it is. Roy, Roy Carroll, <laughs> Roy, Roy Carroll's one against them. Remember, um, remember the Roy Carroll save? What was his name? Your man. Oh. He played for fucking Pedro right? Mendes. Pedro Mendes, yeah. Um, yeah. And the ball bounced over the line, and he pulled it back. <laughs> and because the Lions men were so far away from the from the ball cross, like that, they just showed you now we moan how far he and caught it. That goes on. He actually caught it and then <laughs> dropped it in the goal. <laughs> And then just jumped in the goal, scooped it out. The line, and as he scoops it, it his hand is hitting the net as he's scooping it back out. <laughs> and the line's went about 40 yards down the road. Owen Bork is a great one. Yeah. Um, we beat Newcastle 5 or 6 nil at St. James's one season and given got man of the match. That was 08-09. We bashed them until I think Gerrard opens the score and off the post. Hippia gets a header soon after, makes it 2, I think. And Liverpool go on and destroy them. But you're right, Shea Given made some ridiculous saves. Um, ridiculous we haven't saves. mentioned Schmeichel. We have some of the saves. If you go back and watch some of the saves he makes, his his ability and this is this is where great goalkeepers stand up. Nigel Martin, you mentioned ha- earlier as well, though he he was a great. Yeah, there's, there's one save, and I couldn't remember. I would have loved to be, remind people of it. And all I can remember is the save in my head, but I can't remember whether he was playing for Leeds or whether he was playing for Everton at the time. But he does full stretch across the goal. Now it was a near post shot, and he makes the save, but he's about to collide with the post, 
And I just remember they showed a shot from sort of across the goal line and you can see him moving his head around the post as he goes past the post. It's outrageous. It was a near post. It was Nigel Martin made some of the most amazing saves I've seen from a goalkeeper. And now when I'm, I'm talking about pure athletic dives left and right. And Neville Southall was very similar to that, but that's before the, the, the Premier League starts. So we're, we're keeping to the Premier League that's there. But yeah, like you think of Schmeichel, he has that. <clears throat> when a goalkeeper has a trademark save, that says it everything. Remember, nobody had ever seen. We're so used to it now, but no one had ever seen the starfish until Schmeichel turns up yeah. in the Premiership. No one had ever seen it. But he was so aggressive. Right? Really. He used to um, he used to come out, spread himself, but dive at you. Like he didn't stand. You, yeah. spread. He just dived at people. Like he literally lined his bollocks up with the ball and went, "That's it. I'm going straight at it." And people didn't mm-hmm. know what to be fucking doing. He makes a brilliant one at St James's Park, doesn't he? Um, in that game yeah. where they win one 0 and the end. Kind of turns the season on his head and, and they win the league. But. He does. He, he he does a similar save to to um, Gordon Banks. Remember the header down and he got right down to it and knocked it up over the crossbar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's also got that one as they said. As somebody's mentioned there. He has that one that we've all seen in the pictures where he's basically like this and he's catch looking at the ball as he's catching it one handed mm. and holds onto the ball midair. Like yeah. he was. Fant- if if people like I, Friedel I don't is a show. Really Friedel made some serious saves in the Premier League. A disaster at Liverpool, but he, he made some fucking serious saves in the Premier League. So was David James. Lived. David James made some of the most outrageous saves you'll ever see in terms of full-on stretch across goals with the spread that he had. He was a he was a massive Mass- yeah, human being. Yeah, he was, being. but he was just so fucking. His head was up his hole. Um, yeah, like it was just so. But when he was at Portsmouth, he, he had that run at Portsmouth where he, he was outrageous. Yeah, oh, with Harry Redknapp. Yeah, yeah, he was um, phenomenal, making yeah. outrageous stops. That the thing, with, the thing with David James was. If he was having an okay game, he was okay. If he was having a really good game, you're worried because you went way too much confidence <laughs> here. The ball is literally going to be dropped on the D at the edge of the box and you're going to find him out there trying to catch it. You know what I mean? He just... And I, I think he takes over from Grobler at Liverpool and I think that kind of has... Grobler has an effect on him because Grobler used to do that. Grobler used to go out and claim all sorts and and you've heard like Liverpool defenders from that era saying, Bruce will come everything. And the minute you seen him coming, we all went, we all retreated towards the line in case something happened. I think that happened, James. But when he made a howler, he made a fucking howler. Like you know what I mean? It was, it was unbelievable. Um, Bosnich at Villa was brilliant. His own book, yeah, he was. He made some serious saves as well. Um, just on Allison though, do you remember the one that uh, was a Palace? Where I'm on back heels of him about two yards away, and he gets down to it. I think it was you mm. talking about it, Sean. You loved that one. Was it a Palace? The yeah, it's a back heel. It's point back blank. heel, and I don't know how the fuck he gets down the ground yeah. that quick. Yeah, but the thing is, like I'd say, Allison has a whole catalogue, but he just makes them all look easy. So mm. they're not, they're not as memorable because yeah. Allison has made the extraordinary look really ordinary because he's just that good. You never see him. Re- he makes a ridiculous save last year at Sports from Delhi Ali. Mm. Um, it, it's fucking brilliant. Oh, Allison's the best keeper we've ever had. I think we like we can all agree by, on that. By, by, by a long shot. Going back to your point, Johnny, the best goalkeeper in the world before Addison was Manuel Neuer. And what does he do? Everything just looks easy. Mm. Right? It's, he's not he's very rarely having to fully extend himself. Think of Schmeichel. Very rarely fully had to fully extend himself. Able to do it. Don't get me wrong, completely yeah. able to do it. And that's where, that's where so many miss on the whole idea of and the whole piece around David Seaman as well. David Seaman is the last great English goalkeeper. And what was the common piece that that, that you, you look at him? 
so much of the stuff just looks routine. Even when you go back and look at his best saves and you go, that just looks like a good save. And then you look at where the shot was coming from and the angle he's covering off and, what, and how he's touching the ball around the post. And it's just, there's no airs and graces about it. It's just like Buffon is the same. It's just not, it's just, that's my job. That, I've done my job and that's it. I get up and carry on with the game. It's this levelness that they have with the way they play. They never get too up that way, never get too down that way. <coughs> and they just perform, 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 perform. Honestly, I just think it's, you know, the standard of goalkeeping we have now is just far, far above. Like, if you think about it, I remember there was people talking about Gordon Banks' save when Mignolet managed to run across the goal and stop a shot with his knees against Stoke one year in Anfield, and they were talking about it was the most amazing save they've ever seen. And I went back, I went back and looked today, and I still look at it and go, well, he doesn't know, even know much about it. Hits his knees as he's making the save. It wasn't making it with his hands and stuff like that, you know what I mean? So, these fellas are phenomenals, and Looking at the highlights, do you know who was a great man for saves? Actually, UC Yaskaloyan, and we haven't yeah, talked was. about him. Right? He was at yeah, he like... Now he didn't like coming off his line ever, but he was very good at being able to cover the goal from his line, yeah. and it was he was a smash. He was smashing at making really good looking saves in the Premier League. So he's in there. But yeah, I'd, I'd I don't still mind, go. I don't I... mind um, goalkeepers making good saves, and they're you know athletic and their stuff. But the likes, the likes, some of them now, like, like Harry Ramsden at Arsenal, just does my fucking head in. You, like, when you say that though, well, he made one of the best saves I've seen last year. Well, we were standing in the pub together. We were standing in Leicester. Yeah, yeah, it's actually it's similar to that, similar to that Schmeichel one uh, to the Seaman on the ball, clips the wall from a free kick and changes direction, and he kind of amalgamates his body to kind of get the ball out of danger as well as saving it because I think that's I think that's like any time I talk to me about a Keith he marks a save on where the ball ends up is it in or out of danger mm. that, that and he, that's the, that's the difference between a really good save and, and an exceptional I think, save I listen there's no doubt he's made good saves but what I'm saying is when you talk about Alisson making the ridiculous look easy your man Ramsden Ramsdale whatever we call him it's just you know, it's over there. Jump for it and catch it if you want, but it's like fucking, he's throwing himself, doing a one-handed roll in the wave, mate. It's like fucking hell. You know what I mean? Um, Roy Murphy says, Kelleher you've, is the you've got Joe Hart. Incarnation. Listen, you've got Joe Hart to blame for all this, right? Every goalkeeper that's come since Joe Hart has just been Joe Hart. So Pickford is Joe Hart. Joe Hart is Joe Hart. Your man Ramsden, Harry Ramsden is Joe Hart, right? The only one that looks a bit different is Nick Pope, but I'm not sure Nick Pope is able to come off his line. So there's a big question not the mark best off that Yeah, one. not the best with his feet, apparently, playing ball and stuff, but a really yeah. good goalkeeper. Jay says, the Coventry keeper back in the 90s, can't think of his name, Steve Grizovich, I presume you're talking about. Yeah. I think he's the only goalkeeper that ever played for Coventry in the 90s, to be honest with you. Um, David James, underrated top saves versus Arteta, Portsmouth v Everton. Um, Casillas was brilliant at saving shots with his feet, his own book. Ramsdale is Pickford with longer arms, says Laura Duffy. Um, best goal you've ever seen in the Premier League. We 15 minutes left. Best goal you've ever seen in the Premier League. Shawnee. Um, best goal, best player. Uh, probably the best rivalry, I reckon. The best era of the Premier League for me. It's on Ray's uh, Highbury against United. The flick and the volley—it's fucking poetry, pure poetry. Um, when you think about goals that mean something, think about like we like 
Be like Haaland doing that. Be like Salah. If, if it's, it's the goal Salah scored last year is, is in similar vein because you think about what it, it didn't really mean on the title race in the end, but it's those big games and those big moments. And Salah's goal will probably be remembered as fondly in a few years. But that, Henri, the flick and the volley, all in one movement, doesn't even smash your heart, just hits the ball right. Barthez uh, looking at the ball going over his head. It's just pure pouging for me. Say whatever you want about name anyone else. Thierry Henry is the best player that's ever played in the Premier League, in my opinion. He was fucking mercurial. It, it's like yeah, just you see that one person who was above and beyond all else. It, it was like an alien when he got the ball and he done some mental stuff, scored some mental goals. But for me, that one stands out. Arsenal have a few. There's obviously the Decanio one as well. But and Henri, I'm sure, has a few Perez. But that one sticks out for me. No, that one, it's a great me. goal. Um, there's just, a few in here, though. Um, Just says Decanio's is the best goal. That's that's West Ham against Wimbledon, I think. Um, that's yeah, the scissor kick um, as it comes down. Kieran says Firmino versus City in 18-19. I presume that you mean the big passing movement from Liverpool at the Etihad. Bearcamp against Newcastle. Shearer volley against Everton. This is Brian Murphy. Gerrard versus Middlesbrough in 4 5 um, Tony Aboa leads against Liverpool. That was a belter. But he scores an even better one. Um, a couple of the following week away at I might be Wimbledon or Palace. It's definitely Selhurst Park, where he just takes her on his toy, drops and he fucking Salas is up there. Salas against there. City is up there, and it is uh, Papa C say Newcastle Chelsea. Um, what's what's the one for you? Uh, can I go first? Actually, Phil, the best goal mm. I've seen in the Premier League is Luis Suarez's tour against Norwich and when he scores for, where he takes it and flicks it over Leroy Fair, lets it drop and smashes on the half volley. I like it, like an arrow into the corner. At the I don't even think that's his best goal in that game. I think the other one is even better. No, there's one, there's one where it drops and from about it's, 40 it, it, That's the most ridiculous. Like, the fucking four scowly scores in that game is ridiculous as well. The ball bouncing from the corner and the volley. Yeah, and then he <laughs> then one drops and he smashes a, a big looping shot into the corner. But the third one, where he takes it down and then he, he, he goes flicks past it over, flicks, flicks it over Leroy Fair. He goes by someone, flicks it over Leroy Fair and then waits for it to drop. And as he's falling backwards... He smashes on the half volley into the corner. It's a fucking outrageous goal. I think that's, I think it's one of the best goals I've ever seen. But um, I'll probably think of more in a minute. But Phil, well, Suarez was definitely in my like Suarez is, is in a in like a category in his own. We should have had the best goal that wasn't the Suarez goal, and mm-hmm. then the best goal, right? But like the one that he's, the, the half volley from the halfway line is outrageous. I don't look against Nor- and they're all against Norwich. But like, oh, the remember, one against Norwich just, where he's played out and he just smashes it, yeah. Brilliant. Just got yeah. I'll just score from. I can't be arse running now on this one. I'll just score from the half. But it bounces. All the other ones. Whenever you see one score from halfway line, when you think of Beckham and you think of um, uh, Alonso, the ball is at their feet and they're moving along with it, right? So they're able to get themselves nicely. So <laughs> it's just bouncing. Goes yeah, whack bang goal. Yeah, that's me done. I'm, There's loads I'm coming in now. here now. Rooney's against right. Newcastle is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and he's, he's round with the ref. He's round with the ref. He's going head off Graham Powell and he just turned that bastard's this thing in the top corner and yeah. then turned around and keeps giving out to him. Matt Taylor for Portsmouth had some good ones, that's right. Matt Letizia had a collection of winners he did. He scores a great one at Blackburn where he goes one way, goes through that and then smashes it. And then he scores a brilliant one against Newcastle at the Dell where he flicks it over two players. And places no, no one has mentioned it, but it's very hard for the technique alone. Bear camps against Newcastle is outrageous. I don't think he means it. 
No, I definitely does. If it was anyone else, if it was anyone else, Gav, I'd agree with you. But Bergkamp, I think, is one away at Leicester is better. Where he t- comes over the shoulder, he takes it down in midair, flicks her over the def- flicks her over the defender twice, and then puts her in the net. I think it's a well, doesn't he do well, it he does the same thing in the Euros? World Cup, yeah, yeah, Cup. in the World Cup, does the same thing. Ninety-eight against Argentina. That 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 ability to f- and and everyone know you, you try it right, but to pull it off as the ball comes into you and you've got the Newcastle defenders around you and just the the torn Alberta, oh, it's outrageous and it's it's very hard not to. Whenever you think of those iconic goals, it's up there. It's like people put the Yaboa one in there because everyone just puts you all Yaboa does is hit it really, 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 really angrily and really, 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 really hard. Right? There was a 50 50 chance that that thing goes over the stadium, but instead of this time, he just catches it perfectly and it goes in under the bar against David James, as we were talking about later on. Right? But it was fairly straight down the middle. Now, it was all the power that beats them, but like you can think of loads of really powerful goals. Now, when I tell you really, like there's loads of really, really powerful shots we're talking about, but. Like, to that point, like I think is some of, some of the most graceful goals. Like, do you know one of my favourite goals? Again, it goes back to Suarez, but it wasn't Suarez who scores it. It's Kew. when we played United at home in Anfield, and Suarez bet a hundred of the United players yeah. ten times <laughs> over. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> thinking about that today. I think that could go down as a fucking really good one. I want to give Suarez one I mentioned before. I forget the one where he takes the ball, Manrique, or the long ball against Newcastle, takes on the chest, lets uh, a fall and goes around the keeper. Uh, Suarez has fucked off now to Uruguay or wherever he is. We he deserves his own show. Yeah, we can do his own show. Yeah, because we just like well, Liverpool aren't playing for about eight weeks now, so we yeah, but we're we 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 waxing lyrical about him here. But you know what is not actually talked about? Luis Suarez enough. The year he leaves Liverpool, signs for Barcelona. He scores more goals than Messi and Ronaldo. Mm. In all comps and wins a treble for Barcelona. Yeah, now he's, he's the best number nine since R9. <laughs> Stick yeah. your Benzema's and your Lewandowski's up your Swiss roll. The fella was out of this fucking world. Bro- Remember the goal nice. he scores in the Champions League against PSG for absolutely no reason. He's one-on-one <laughs> and he wraps it in the top corner. <laughs> yeah, that's when he, when he, when he makes um, uh, David Luiz. He nutmegs yeah. David Luiz and then just says, do you know what, fuck you Full power, all one in circle in the top corner. But he scored a hat trick in that game away as well. He Albert Chip and Schmeichel. Um, that was immense. But come here, that, somebody's had to put in Robert's for Newcastle. Do you remember the one that came across and he flicks it from behind? He, he does like oh, a yeah. Hagita scoring yeah. kick yeah. into the goal. That's that Eric was Edmonds, Eric Edmonds' goal at Anfield for sports. Uh, Brian Murphy says, <laughs> if you can get a, if you've never seen this goal, look at it. The whole of Anfield is applauding it. That's how fucking good. He fucking mm. smashes this thing in. Rooney's overhead is pretty good as well. Yeah, even yeah. though it was a, a shilling. Very I'll tell you one that's going to break your heart, but you, you you have to apply context to goals. Companies. Yeah, companies are good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, companies are good. Yeah. You it's know, a, a, one of the best ones is is um, Jamana Fulham. Um I don't know if, if I can't remember his name, but it's a, it's a way of Palace. And it's literally a ball from the back. He, he makes a run from midfield. Kasami. Kasami. And it yeah. just, he gets played down the channel and he just fucking. T- I don't even know if he. Van Persie scores one, one away and smashes it in the far corner. Van Persie scores one at the Valley against Charlton where. Yeah. Lampson. He's up the in ball. the air. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. That was that was good. Was, um... Remember Van Persie scored a header from about twenty five yards as well. Suarez done that as well. No, didn't Suarez that. hit the hit the post? No, Suarez scores against no, Suarez West Brom from outside the box. Where Alice is yeah. bleeding, fizzed across across the 18-yard box on Suarez. No, yeah, it's, <laughs> Ali Sissoko gets played in the left-hand side, and when he kicks it, he gets taken over. But he ends up just lamping this thing across the 18-yard line, and just Suarez just comes on and goes bang, Suarez and heads it into the top Suarez corner. Suarez yeah. like, Suarez, for anyone that's old enough, Suarez looked like one oh, of the players there's a that sensible walk of soccer. There's a <laughs> show. Kinkladze, Kinkladze scores one from Man City. Um... It's it's that main road. Hardly just fucking yeah starts jinking past everyone. And, that one, uh, number it's a bit of an obscure one. Johan Elmanda against Wolves, number. Yes, he turns, he turns in the box. Yeah, nutmegs one, does a flip flap, and then just passes into the corner. Yeah, Perez's lob over. Basically, some unbelievable goals. To be fair, Perez's lob over Schmeichel at Villa was a great team goal. Says Brian Murphy. David Luiz against Fulham for Chelsea. He we fucking did. smashed it in now, around four. I'm going to do moments, but I had I had. Becker's down for moments. Oh yeah, we'll we'll get on to moments now in a minute. Um, do you know? Do, do you know have actually, any more goals? Throw um, them in, and I'll read them out as quickly as I can. Zola's flying back heel volley, spinning kick into the roof of the net on the near post. Oh, against Norwich. That was, yeah, that was ridiculous. Remember on Reed's one against Charlton. Yeah, well, he's back to goal no. and he back heels it in. Yeah, he ba- he's back to goal and he's. The defenders trying to push him out. Nowhere he, to go, and he just back heels. He back heels. He nutmegs your man with a back with a back heel and scolds volley for uh, from a corner against Villa. That was brilliant off the underside of the bar. Andre's against those where he fucking sends Carragher to the shadow realm. He yeah. nearly down. I don't yeah. think he would recover from that. Yeah. Mane's Mane's back heel back heel volley into the ground over oh, the goalkeeper Wofford. against West Ham. Wofford. Yeah. Wofford or whatever it was, they're all yeah. the same. Yeah. Che- Could be Hart- Henderson's goal against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. Um, the year they won the league under Marion Packer's goal for Southampton against Manchester United. Do you remember that one? Uh, no. Wait, who the big against Packer away at Middlesbrough? Is it Charlton? No. Berger gets a belt away and everything off. No, Berger gets a belt away with Liverpool at Derby in two thousand and one. I want to say, oh. and <laughs> Liverpool have about sixty passes, and it's a oh. it's a dummy. Um, it's a dummy by somebody at the Bergen. He just smashed it into about twenty-five yards. Uh, I'm only remembering our news one because of the fucking dissection we had on the podcast one night about. Remember, Emre Khan done a top spin shoot. Well, he avoids spin with an over head kick. Janola, Janola for Spurs. Can't remember who it was against. I think it's against Barnsley, and I think it might be a cup game. Trouble Laker. Um, it's the one where he's on the left wing and he jinxed by a loads of them and scores. It's a fucking great call. Um, Quartes, that was a banger. Quartes against his QPR. Mane against Arsenal. The Emirates' first game of the season was good. Shearer's volley. Um, yeah, that's against Everton. Son's goal against Burnley. Um, yeah, that's right. He fucking runs the lens. One that's forgotten. Emma Salah's the one he scores late against Spurs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's great, goal. great goal. Yeah, yeah. He's just... But if but we don't win the match, that's the difference yeah. there, isn't it? If yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, should have been the winner, yeah, and yeah, go down and give away that ropey penalty, yeah. Um, Matt Letizia doesn't appear in our list, which is bizarre because Matt Letizia scored about a billion bangers. Matt Letizia's best so goal is against Newcastle in about '94, probably a bit before actually. And it's at the Dell, he comes onto this ball. He goes by somebody, he flicks her over one fella, he flicks her over another fella, and then as it drops, he just as it drops to the ground, he just side foots it into the corner. Check it out. Um just 
Just YouTube. It's outrageous. Oh, no. Letizia versus Newcastle to Dale. He was from Costa Rica. Paolo Ancho for oh, Derby. Yeah. Paolo Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. some goal. Yeah. Paolo Wanchop. Yeah. Nobody knew what he was. Fastino Esprilla, you could have a whole podcast on him as well. Yes. Between <laughs> dressing up as dinosaurs and everything. And but supplying condoms to people during COVID. Yeah. What yeah. a man. What, what a, a man. hero. And even, and scored some great goals. Um, last well, if, we, one, if we can get, if we can that, get Shawnee, if we can get Shawnee and Phil back next week at some stage, and Keith, because Keith will go fucking mad if we don't, if we do a show about Lewis Suarez. All right, listen to a podcast. Espria was completely bonkers. Mental. Absolutely bonkers. Didn't, didn't, wasn't there something to do with Espria where he, he fucking... He's got a horse and everything. But didn't no, he, he didn't. Didn't he, he put he, someone on the back of, of a horse to make it look like a unicorn for his daughter or something? Yeah, but Espria... <laughs> oh, was that Pablo Escobar? I'm not too fucking sure. Espria went around handing out tapes to all the lads and blading Newcastle saying it was him and his honeymoon and he ended up plugging her in and it was just him bleeding plugging his missus out for an hour and a half or something. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it was even <coughs> on the under the Cosh podcast and they were all like, Stina, what the fuck are you doing? And he was like, just thought it was normal, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yes, the wonky donkey. That's a great show before we get on to moments. Um, and it's one that I remembered. Dalian Atkinson for Villa ran the length of the field versus the Manx. It wasn't, it was at... Um, Sellers Park against Wimbledon, and I think he chips Hans Sagers, which isn't hard. I'm taller than fucking Hans Sagers. But Dalian Atkinson does get it, goes past two or three, and then he just on the he's about 25 yards out, and he just hits this chip that bounces before the fucking goal. It's the keeper's that far out, but that's again, that's a great show. Chips, the chips are great ones because do you know who's the master of the chip in most recent years? Was Sturridge used to score outrageous chips uh, for, for the three games he played West the season. Home, he always remember? had, yeah. The Chelsea one. The Chelsea one will always stick out of my memory. That one that he just comes over and just clips it and it's just, it oh. just dinks into the side netting. Beautiful. We're going to go into moments now because we're going past the arm. We should be gone. But Dimitri Payet, the fine physics with free kick. He scores a free kick for West Ham. He scores yes. a free kick for West Ham against, I think it might be opening day of the season. Very close start of the season. I can't remember who it's against now. And he hits this free kick and I swear to God, I had to watch it about 10 times to actually work out what happened to the ball. Um, somebody will tell me somebody will tell me who that free kick was against but Dimitri Payet free kick um, at West Ham that day no deflection on it, no nothing it just I've never ever seen a ball move like that Roy never, best we never, mentioned, we never mentioned any Borough goals and could have no because listen Terry Venables Brian Robson you know the score if you don't that's, go and check it out um, but can but, I just mention one, one last goal because yeah. it's, it's been mentioned a couple of times but Alisson's header that goal alone. Oh no, that's the moment. Yeah, in the Champions League. That's, that's the moment. But that's also that's also should be in the greatest goals because it's it's, well, that, it's it's ridiculous. We, that's a serious segue. Yeah, it is a serious yeah. segue. Um, in the black kit. Well, you, you, uh, someone's gonna go for the for the Alisson goal, but the maddest moment for me in the Premier League is when um, Yaman, what's his name? He was Newcastle manager, Alan Pardew. Alan Pardew just Pardew. loafs Yaman. On the side of the that is the maddest moment of the Premier League. Like you'll have the canny on pushing the, the ref along, but for a manager just to go in and stitch a fucking player a loaf on the side of the pitch is fucking mad. Shawnee moments. It can be good, bad, mental. Um, go and I'll try to read out as many as I can in the next five. Yeah, minutes. moment for me is it's an easy one because again, you apply context to these things and just kind of what was an absolute fucking bastard of a season to endure for many reasons and obviously his personal loss and 
the interview after the celebration, Allison's header against West Brom, for me, is my favourite Premier League memory of all time. And I can't see it being beaten because, again, it's about what the goals mean to you at the time. And I remember, I actually, I, I'll have to put my hand up in a minute. I, I didn't actually get to see the game live because I was away in Spain at the time. And I was in a location where I'd absolutely fucking shy, um, shy coverage on my phone, and I had I had flash score on, and I flashed up that we went one nil down to Robson County. I said, "Oh for fuck's sake, not this shy again!" I didn't know what I was, <laughs> and I didn't get an notification to say that we'd equalised. So I said. I made in my head, I'm not fucking checking that. I'm not checking that. I don't give a bollocks. So, we are going heading back to the car and I said, I think the time might be just about up in that match. And I went into the WhatsApp group, our WhatsApp group, and all I seen was Ray Brady just, it was like the Matrix. There was just letters just appearing on my screen because yeah. he was obviously typing <laughs> when I went in, all right? And, that my phone was just like that with blah, 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 like just letters, numbers, everything coming up. And uh, Shane Davern just went, Oh my fucking God. And I can't tell you what Andy Young put in, but I think you know yeah. what he puts in. He, he, he says four, four letters, but we, we'll save that four for another words. day. So I fucking checked Flashcard ping and it says tier one Liverpool. Alison, I goes, That must be fucking glitched or something. That must be glitched. And I checked back and I seen it. And I haven't even, even talked about the goal yet. The fucking... The header is outrageous. It's outrageous. If Haaland is doing it, that waxing lyrical about it. If Nunes was that waxing lyrical about it. The celebration, all the boys, what it meant, the timing of it. I think the fact that there was no fans in the stadium made it even better because you could hear all the lads on the bench absolutely losing it. All the Liverpool lads on the and bench. And Klopp, of course, um, didn't know that was happening. It was Alisson that wanted to go up and the goalkeeping coach said, yeah, go. send them up. Yeah. It's, and, and look, Alisson had gone through fucking, that was a, it was a horrible year for us. We, we endured so much between Van Dijk's injury and just the, the overall injury crisis. And then, of course, Alisson, so tragically loses his father um, during the season and then the post-match interview the humility of him just I don't think there was a dry I, don't, I actually remember United fans and all reposting it going fuck me like I hate them and as spawny as they are a, a goalkeeper getting an idea minute winner you can't help but to be happy for the fella it was absolutely magic and it proved to be huge because let's be honest if he doesn't get that we don't qualify for the Champions League. It, it was absolutely, it, it it'll never be top for me. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable. Um, Phil, your maddest moment. Oh, I don't know where to start. Look, obviously, going to finish with Terry Venables and Brian Robson. Yeah, <laughs> at Middlesbrough, right? Yeah. So, like, let's let's be straight with that. We'll, we'll come back to that at the end because, like, no matter what way you go, no matter what you we think talk of, about this all the that, time. On yeah, on air and off air, and we still we still talk about it because we just end up laughing at the whole. <laughs> that's that's George Way is cousin getting a run. Ali Dia, yeah. Like let's. I let's have a few. I have a few here, Eddie Yeah, go on. Uh, Ali Dia 
uh, getting Graeme Sionis buying into the fact that a fella sent the letter in to say, oh, I'm Georgie Wales' cousin and can I come and play for you? And he's thinking, yeah, that's a good idea. That, that, that seems genuine enough. Darren just shows you how simple football was. And, and he goes in there and uh, he comes on. And if everyone remembers the first two minutes, he looks like a, he looks a player. And then after the two minutes, you know, that you know, that buzz that you get when you come onto the pitch and you take a touch and you beat someone and like, oh, that he looks decent enough. Doesn't last more than two minutes out. Like, has no idea where to go, whatever. And, and soon gets up. Um, right. Best moments when we come back to it. Right. So for me, like some of the standout ones, Delia Smith being locked on the pitch let's yeah. be having you <laughs> that was great that was great a message for the best football supporters in the world that let's be having you yeah that was fantastic yeah, that was great uh, that's, that's still bizarre um you have you have remember the... Shearer kicked remember Shearer kicked Neil Lennon just fucking yeah. upended him while Neil Build Lennon was lying on the ground yeah, that was mad yeah Boyer and Dyer dig the head off each other yeah, <laughs> on the pitch on their own team. I remember the BBC were doing their uh, final score that day, and they were searching remember, over to the match. Do you remember the next day where they made what was going on? They made them stand outside St James's the next day on the steps, shaking hands and saying <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, uh, unbelievable. Uh, there was Suarez's celebration yeah, in front was... of Moyes after Moyes had him a diver, and then he scored and dived in front of him. Aguero's moment, two thousand and twelve. That's 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 mad as well. Yeah, I like the I like the Keegan's, crazy stuff. Keegan's breakdown. The, the goal stuff. Keegan's oh, breakdown. I would love it if we beat them. Yeah, that was that was. I would love mental. it. Um, that was the I moment. Remember when Adam Boyer ran the length of the pitch to celebrate in front of the Arsenal fans? Remember yeah, that? and and do you remember the other one yeah. when when um was the United and Arsenal at, at Old Trafford, Pizza Gate and Fabregas is smacking Ferguson around yeah. the gaff with a slice of pepper on the pizza. <laughs> Fucking mad stuff that was. Um, <laughs> Ah, what else we got? Tamori catch by kicking the hardens and taking his clothes off after scoring for Newcastle. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, and he broke his yeah. foot while doing it. Mikel he Beck missing, missing a chance after chance for Borough on the last game of the season when they got relegated and Janino smashing the ball at him for, for missing the chances. Um, that wasn't good because do you remember Ravinelli, was, Ravinelli wasn't happy that he wasn't playing in those games. He was he was seriously pissed off. There was more in the camp. Do you remember that guy we went through the Middlesbrough season and times ago to the FA Cup? <laughs> yeah. He wasn't happy one bit about that. Uh, like the Sergio Aguero moment stands out in terms of that was the arrival of, of the Manchester City sports washing project. <coughs> like that, that at the time we were all delighted because you know he didn't win the league. But had we knew, well, we did know. Let's uh, anyone that didn't know what was going to happen. But like that is the moment that um, City um, and all the billions that are being pushed into them have finally achieved what they want to achieve. Now I know they haven't won the Champions League, but but the way they win it. Is to this day the fact that Michael Owen is celebrating and is going over to the trophy and everything in the tunnel. Do you remember at Sunderland? And he's like getting all excited to pick up his medal and get all the thing. Yeah. And the next minute, Aguero scored. Like it must have been the 95th minute or something of the yeah, game when Aguero scores. It was the last time Martin Tyler was actually happy. Yeah. Laszlo says Keegan going out on the steps at all St. James's Park to explain the sale of Andy Cole to Manchester United. Fucking <laughs> mad. <laughs> Remember when that board? Remember when that board and a flying board? I must say, decided to shit in Ashley Young's mouth. Yeah, remember that. Um, everyone remembers that. Suarez chewing on Ivanovic. Um, yeah, that happened as well. Um, can I give? Can I give one that that that's probably it's not even a moment, but it's a thing. So fancy football that used to be on BBC Two with um, your your man 
and your man that that the three lines on her chest that's but they didn't skin yeah, yeah yeah was it on bbc i always thought that was, was channel four job that was that was that was premier league back that was the late 90s premier league that was amazing do you remember they had the, the jason lee he's got a pineapple on his head like you couldn't do that anymore yeah. right do you know what i mean it was and they had like, the stuff pele was shy pele was, was shy he's actually he's actually he's actually like done a write-up in the, in the last couple of weeks about that um about how yeah. like he feels bad on that really Jason Lee, like, yeah um yeah, yeah. do you know what was great do you remember when arsenal were getting the 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 clock end or whatever the fuck end it was the north bank done and they just put up a big mural the of fake, like, fake people do you remember that it was like a big <laughs> yeah. massive fucking like they and they pumped in sound plywood right and they just made it like yeah. 20 foot tall the width of the stadium and then they just got kids to paint like little people on it so it looked like there was loads of people in the stadium remember, uh, remember the Kanye remember the Kanye done that to the ref and he played and fell out of oh yeah. was it Winterbourne yeah. no Winterbourne Winterbourne yeah. yeah yeah um, he, he fucking what happened there? he got sent off didn't he and Winterbourne got <laughs> off and Antio Chia that's a fair yeah. show that's Actually, a fair hold show hold on lads he says I that just was remember that fellow who tied himself to the goalpost last season yeah he was, was, Everton, Everton he was at the Everton game he was going on about them price of these yeah. or something we don't know what the fuck he was going on about um but yeah like you know uh, it's changing their kit at half time because they couldn't see each other that's right in a six three or a fucking mad defeat by yeah by southampton, southampton. where parhars yeah. was probably involved you mentioned him earlier but there was just the two like, liverpool ones lads there's like you can't get away from maddest moments in the premier league if, if you don't talk about suarez he bit ivanovic right yeah, and we have the whole everything, as and then well. scores the equaliser. Right, like, it, yeah, but then you've got the whole everything as well, which led to. If let's be honest about this, the lads wearing the support Suarez t-shirts on yeah. the pitch before yeah. the Wigan game. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. And then the it wasn't racist, but once you put the butt in, you've lost the argument. <laughs> yeah, but um, right? but the so, thing was like the other one as well, Liverpool. Do you, do you remember Grabbler and McManaman punching the head off each other at Goodison? Yeah, yeah, the and Grabber was a favourite because he remember he punched the head off Jim Beglin in the 85 86 FA right. Cup final yeah. as well. Yeah, he's just going around slapping the head off people. Grabber was, yeah. and he was the yeah. fucking he was the root of the problems, like just stupid stuff going yeah. on. Um, I think Duncan, yeah, and then the, the dive like Suarez again has a highlight reel here because he does the dive in front of Moyes after Moyes had spent the whole week talking about Suarez diving in the yeah. in the pre match build up. Yeah. He bites Ivanovic. You've got all the goals. You've got so much that's going on. Um, but I hate to say it, the other, the other, there's, t- there's two more Liverpool moments. There's the beach ball incident, which is that goal against Reina. Like we've never seen that before, Darn and we've never seen it again. Yeah, right? and it's, it's ridiculous. And then, lads, let's be honest about the Stephen Gerrard slip. The fact that you have him the week before, we don't let it slip. Right? Yeah, yeah, you couldn't have wrote it. And that match, you can't, you can't wrote, like, You literally can't write it. Do you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's. That was mad but as well. But it is one actually. of those moments. That was mad as well. Bonker says it. There's a chicken on the pitch at Evil Park. Do you remember? Do you remember when those Venky boys turned up? <laughs> the Venky boys. And they, were like, they were like, "We're gonna sign Ronaldinho," and then they were, they had got a fucking washer. Do you know what I mean? And they're going around, but um, they were bleeding mad as well. That the Venky lads. Chain, yeah. Roy Chain down Harland. Oh yeah, that was mental. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I still think I still think Pardew headbutting Dave Moyler is still the maddest one. Like, I know Cantona jumps over and kicks your man. Do you know what I mean? And the maddest thing to come out of the Cantona thing was is that as Bam was up, right, and they moved the Liverpool game 
one day to one day later. So it was back. So he could get away from his back. So was Bam's up. That's what he done that time in '94. Um, Fowler scores twice that day. Uh, but 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 still, Brian Robson was the manager of Middlesbrough. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. Was actually, you know consultant. what? The rest need to go away because when Brian Robson is the manager of Middlesbrough, right? And Terry Venables turns up and he go, what's he, he doing here? Just turns up on the bench. And he go, and he's on the bench in that big, long, black jacket. Do you remember the big, hairy jacket? <laughs> had on him, and they're like, what's Terry doing here? And he's like, oh, he's just, just come in to have say hello. He's here, all, Look. He's here ages now. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's just here for a while. And then Brian Robson's standing on the sideline saying nothing. Well, Venables is standing beside him, telling all the players what to do, <laughs> and they still deny that Terry Venables <laughs> is the, actually the manager of Middlesbrough, and it just goes on yeah. and on for ages. Do you know what was a great moment? Actually, I'm thinking of it now. Um, George Graham, George Graham, of course, favour most famous for managing Arsenal. Um, he's at Leeds. He ends up going to Spurs. He leaves Leeds and goes to Spurs, and they're playing. Spurs are playing Arsenal, and. Uh, Tottenham at Tottenham's ground and the ball breaks out and it goes over the line and he picks it up and gives it to the Arsenal player because the Arsenal player is looking to take a quick throw and he's the manager of sports and all the sports <laughs> fans are going mad going what's this prick doing what the hell is going <laughs> Arsenal on the break here air manager is getting the ball back he's giving the them the ball yeah. who did Barthez do the offside thing against remember the Canio in the cup oh the Canio in the cup yeah he just stood there and put the hand up pretending mm. he's think, offside I think they battered just, I think they battered West Ham a couple of weeks beforehand or all trapping the league. And then West Ham go down the cup and um your man is playing for them, um what was your man? Canate, was it? He ended up at Sevilla, I think. Canute. Canute, yeah, he was with Canute, Frederick Canute. He's playing with them yeah. as well. But he gets put through the canyon, he's on side and Brett is yeah, he's just stand there for ages. And uh Canyon slots up with Christian Gross arriving at Tottenham Hotspur and showing his tube ticket to everyone. Yeah. To show that he was a man he, of the people because he was, <laughs> yeah. He got the he gets the sports job, Christian Gross. And instead of like to show he's a man of the people, he he, he comes in and shows his train ticket. He says, I got the train to walk, and everyone's like, Yeah, there's millions of us do that, you know. What I mean, <laughs> Owen Borg says the Venkies huh? bought Blackburn, I think, and there was no relegation. <laughs> uh, Lazo says the Canyon catching the ball yeah that's when Gerard, the goalkeeper Gerard goes down on everything doesn't he yeah um, Ron Atkinson sitting in the wrong dugout at the City ground in his first game I remember that Brian Clough punching the fans when they come on the pitch at the City ground I remember that um, oh yeah that's a great one that's a great one Hazard kicking the ball boy at Swansea yeah. do you remember that yeah yeah the, the yeah. ball boy hanging on he just <laughs> gets him on the ground and starts booting him in the ribs <laughs> It's a bit more. He's a millionaire now. The key, the ball boy. The ball boy, yeah, he's a millionaire. Off yeah. that. Boy, he no, no, off whatever he, he's done since. Genuinely, there was a news story there recently where they showed, like, look what happened. Yeah, Bill Bab crashing into the post. Do you remember that one? Kazaragi's goal for Chelsea, yeah. Henri and Perez making the balls of the penalty between them. That was mental. Go on, Sean, uh-huh. what are you going to say? Remember, the, remember, when, um, remember when Leicester won the league and Spurs just completely lose the plot and it just... Oh, oh at, at Chelsea? Yeah, they just start being lumps. Yeah, there's mayhem. There's yeah. mayhem. Yeah. That was mad. They're just <laughs> fucking kicking each other. And oh, yeah, that was that was good. 
There was now, but I still down. think Adeboy are running the length of the pitch to, ce- to celebrate in front of the Arsenal fans was fucking brilliant. Yeah, they lost the plot that day. They? <laughs> Absolutely. Kieran Thorne says the ball boy is now worth 40 million, making his own bucket. There you go. Yeah. Gerard last 10 seconds against United was a mad one when he came on and got sent off for standing on under Herrera. Yeah, that was a mad one as well. Oh, Mick McCarthy getting spooked by nobody. That's an amazing video. Ever seen that? Yeah, Mick, I've seen Mick that. McCarthy coming out of the tunnel. Have you never seen that? Mick McCarthy walks out of the tunnel. <laughs> I think he's it's a way at Blackburn or something. He might be at home, I don't know, but he walks out and he just walks up the thing and you know the way both sets of staff are kind of shaking each other's hands and he's standing there next while he's just there and he just goes just just jumps back for no reason. There's nobody <laughs> near him. And he just fucking check it out. Um, type in into YouTube Mick McCarthy spooked. And you'll uh, you'll see it. Um, the full floodlight failure during the betting scams or over the betting scams. Do you remember them when they kept uh, all the betting from the Middle East the or whatever it was or Asia? Yeah, and the floodlights what kept happened? going off in games. So there was this thing where floodlights were going off in games, but there was a big syndicate betting on on these things to happen. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it happened that um, I want to say Selhurst Park definitely. I have vague, I have vague recollections I about this. Ah, uh, it's going back to. It's not the nineties. I want to say. It early might be the 2000s. early nineties. Yeah. yeah, somewhere around there. I'm sure if you look up betting scam floodlight failure, you, you'll find it. Um, Mike That's Fear and Craig wants to be a millionaire. Remember when they yeah, they're all coughing. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, there's some fucking mad ones. But uh, I enjoyed late nineties. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that now because there's loads of good memories. But we're gonna try to do a Lewis Suarez show because Shawnee wants to do one. Phil definitely does. I'll do one, and Keith will, you know, Keith, you wear all the jerseys he has from South America. All, 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 Every jersey. Does Keith have all of Robbie Keane's jerseys? That's what. No, I want to know. Keith is a South American man. All right, He's a South American man. So he, um, he only has Roberto Quinio's jerseys. No, he got he got Shawnee a, a jersey for his birthday. And lovely looking jersey, got from classic football shorts, and then told him the history of it. And like you know, um, I think the, the, the club was founded by some fella from Pear Street. <laughs> there you go, that's the jersey you got him. Who's it, Penarol? No, it's look at it. It's like it's like a Steve Brown opened up a blade in some Spanish shop, <laughs> which you probably tell you he has. Uh, move it over to your right bit. Now, Almirante Brown. And it was set up by some Irish fella. Keith, was... Keith tell me a whole story about yeah, it. Yeah, and the Wolf Towns, it was on it. Yeah. But to be fair, we have, a, we, we have a long history of um, South American actions. We set up the Uruguayan Navy. So that's... <laughs> Sorry. No. Sorry. Laszlo says... Um, Roy Hodgson's feud with Harry the Hornet and then taken over at Watford. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roy Hodgson, that's that's a podcast in itself as uh, well. There's so many moments. Jason Punch and gone for a shit mid game. Is this Brian Murphy? Um, yeah, Selhurst yeah. Park getting a few mentions. Yeah, loads happened to Selhurst Park. Loads and loads of stuff happened there. Um, but look, we better go. Um, it's nearly half eleven. That has been uh, the man on football show or football in the world whatever you want to call it it's been about the greatest moments and bits and pieces in the Premier League because 
Liverpool aren't playing for I don't know how fucking long now. So we're going to do quizzes and we're going to do drafts and we're going to do special one-off shows on players or whatever else you want. If you want to, if you want to suggest it to us, get on to us. Um, there's a link in the description now for our Linktree account, which means that you can find everything belongs to us in one place. So you can go and do that there. Bobby's Wish to Walk, um, if you can donate to that, the link is in the description for that as well. And look, if you can, if you can donate, great. If you can't, share and all that stuff you've been on to us for ages about watch alongs and stuff like that we've set something up as well um where we're watching different sports over the weekend you can come along and join us knock on your iptv or your tv if you have the game mute the tv you can then click a link to join us where we talk in your ear you can chat to us via text as well and watch the game but that's all coming up um in the next couple of days loads we're watching loads of stuff over the weekend from golf to uh, nfl football loads of stuff so um anything else before we go phil no no, no you're good all right i'm good, good stuff i'm just um, I'm just looking up at william brown that's yeah. the guy that uh, that shawnee yeah. has there yeah there you go um shawnee anything else before we go no i'll go i'll go enjoy that Happy days. Oh, so did I. So we try to do more of this stuff over the next while while Liverpool aren't playing to keep you all entertained. That has been it. Talk to you in a bit. Over now. Sports Social Podcast Network.